0: Inshallah, tonight and we continue in the coming few weeks to tackle a most challenging issue. Please do not consider it as any other study. Do not consider it as any other aspect of learning or education. This is vastly different from anything that you had tackled in the past, or you have tried to acquire. There are two types of knowledges. One is to do with skills, to do with aspects that can improve efficiency, how to perform a function that you can repeat and others can learn. This is earthly, worldly, causal, rational knowledge. Then there is something else which is far more subtle than the causal, rational, dual type of this is beginning and that is the end and this is the cause of that, or this correlates with that, which is not the same as causing. So this this other type of knowledge, if you like, is metaphysical. And there is a vast difference between these two zones. And the prophets, because of their status, because of their state of their conditions, of their heart, hundreds or thousands of them, were in a way the bridge between physics and metaphysics. They did not deny humanity and birth and death and the relationships and the problems that comes from that. They did not deny human needs. They did emphasize humanity, but equally they highlighted that humanity is a tiny aspect of divinity. You, I, he, she, everyone, we need both. The first third of our life, we are building up this idea of being different, being separate, having a personality or erroneously, often we say this is his character. Anything can change. His character, her character is not fixed. You know, whatever exists is subject to change. And often there are rules and regulations in physics, chemistry, social, whatever, for these changes. Some other time, there is another fast effect that takes place, but we don't know what, how it does work. If you consider the first second of creation, the first micro, 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 microsecond of creation, so much happened in that one second. You know. They estimate, they say, 70, 80 percent of whatever we see now already took place in that before the one second was finished. And yet... You know, you and I need to think in terms of a day, 12, 24 hours, this and the seasons and years. So, you know, don't ever think that time is the same way as you and I and others biologically have experienced. There are different levels, different facets. So the prophets who had this revelation coming to them, had the most impossible task. That is why most of them were considered mad, including Muhammad, where they say he is not talking rationally. And if you look at the history of translating the Quran, you will also be surprised at how many of the earlier translators, not all of them meant malice. Many of them did, but not all. Some of them were fairly scholarly. They didn't want to simply renounce and denounce Muslims. And they found they couldn't make sense out of it. <coughs> Many of the scholars who respected and admired Muhammad but they found the Quran obscure and impossible. And they said this is incomprehensible. No. So you must understand from the beginning that this task is not possible if it is approached by rationally, mentally, by a clear mind. You will get nowhere. Now, do you mean to, to then leave your mind behind? The answer is no. The same way as humanity and divinity. Do your best in your humanity, but don't be exclusive to it because you'll get nowhere. You're born to die. So what, how is it? How are you going to have a fairly cheerful or positive or reasonably quality life? So, the way I managed to, for my own satisfaction, to absorb and enjoy and love and live the Quran is to accept most of the traditional commentaries. And incidentally, most of the classical commentaries were done by people who were not born in an Arab tribe. If you pick the top 50 commentaries that they are, starting from Baydawi, Zamakhshari, Razi, whatever, whatever, you find, I don't think any of them actually was born as an Arab. But they were fluent in Arabic. They were completely, so, but they came with a slightly, if you like, more respectful approach. You see, unlike somebody, it's like you and I and everyone, familiarity breeds contempt, so of course I know it. Of course I will. Who is, who's going to teach me Arabic? So that is why the biggest commentaries were from anyway. So you have to accept what has happened, scholastically, academically, whatever, in religious terms. But I found the approach that helped me is to go to the root of the words. And the guidance I had on that is because the Arabic language, the same as the ancient classical and um, Indo-European or those pivotal languages like Aramaic, like Sanskrit, it was an oral language. So it it had in it immense potency. It was very deep. So you take the word go to whatever dictionaries you can you may need some of the old ones which are nowadays very easy on your on your laptop or whatever it's easier because some of these dictionaries are very cumbersome to handle so but now you have the advantage such as lisan al-arab which is one of the old classical ones and so, Shorter was Munjid or Bustan, whatever. Use whatever, and of course in English you have Hans Weir, which is amazing. After so many decades, it still is one of the best that there is. Try and get some of the roots, and then enjoy it. You see. But be courteous. You can't just assume and presume. So you need to have a bit of a boundary. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Uh, Zahir, could you read for me? Translate.
1: Glorify the name of your Lord the Most High.
0: Now, if you want to really get into the Quran, I hope that within 12 surahs, you may be able to accumulate maybe up to 600 terms that will give you a tremendous footing in the whole Quran. And I hope these surahs will give you what may be easily up to 80-90% of what you need to comprehend the Quran. Not surprising that so many traditions there are in that. For example, the Prophet says Surah Al-Ikhlas is one third of the Quran. It's a very short surah, what do you mean by one third? It implies that if you really understand it and know it, because the Qur'an is based on Tawheed, and Surah Al-Ikhlas is essentially, in total Tawheed there is nothing in that surah except about the attributes of Allah. So, the common root of the word Sabaha is to float on water or swim. And um, one of the possible reasons, now you can't always reason, <coughs> one of the possible reasons is that if you are swimming, you are exercising some will, your limbs or whatever, but you're flowing.
1: Yes.
0: You are no longer <coughs> fully in charge of your direction. So it is as though trying to hint to us that glorification is like that (laughs) when you go to swim you have to be geared up for it you have to have less clothes whatever you know have a swimming costume or this and have an idea as to where you're going what is the current like what is the wind or whatever and then you jump same thing is in a way when you glorify Allah where is Allah where is that Allah is not there so who is glorifying who how did you get the ability to make sound and voice and noise in your tongue? This is all from Allah. So how are you glorifying? Who are you? you know. So you have to be prepared. Now, the entire business also hinges upon the conditions that you need to have before you approach the Quran. Such as, لا يمسه إلا المطهرون Nobody touches it except when you are <coughs> pure. Now, bear in mind that most of these ideas, most of these injunctions, most of these terms have numerous levels. Now, one basic level of Tahara is that you are on Wudu, you are on Ghusl, you are, you know, you, you, you are not messed up. You know. The next level is that you are are admitting your inadequacy. This is another level of purity. You know that you don't know. You're admitting your limitations. And a third level and a fourth level until, if you like, the seventh (coughs) level is such that you almost know that your existence is only a little shadow which Allah had given you through the light He has put in your heart. You are bereft so many wonderful traditions of the Prophet that he is a faqir. He is a maskeen. This is part of purification. And again with those teachings, you have to approach them cautiously. For example, the Prophet ﷺ says, al-faqru fakhri. Impoverishment is what I am proud of. And then another tradition says, al-faqru yakunu kufra. Impoverishment can be as bad as kufr. So what does it mean? Same word, faqr. First one is that, al-faqru, faqri is my impoverishment to knowledge, my impoverishment to air, my impoverishment to the knowledge of Allah, is that what makes me proud of being Bani Adam. The other faqr, qad al-faqru an-yakhuna kufra, is that if you are needy and desperate, you will deny anything, you will steal, you will do anything. That is why it is the worst thing you can have. So Fakr can be a most wonderful vehicle of purification, <coughs> reliance on Allah, and can be a most dreadful you know, condition, you know, which you have to relieve. That's why we have to give to those who are less than. So, you must be cautious and approach the whole thing with, if you like, Inner courtesy and outer hope. The other most important word here is ism. Name. Sama. Now the root of it all is what? What is the root of ism? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Same word, Sam. What is it? Ism is a name. One of the roots is heavens. sama. Because it's like a flag. It's an indicator. Sumu is person of majesty. Sahib is Sumu if you want to call a king. So Ism is a very important word. It will come many other locations and I, inshallah I will elaborate on you. For you. On that. And there are a lot of wonderful treaties on Bismillah ar rahim which is also this word, ism. Ma ismak in Arabic. Or for a female, ma ismik What is your name? It's a symbol. Rabb is another word. Rabb is from Terbiya. Rabb is controlling factor. Rabbul Bayt, the lord of the house. The lord of the household. It used to be very uh, proud men, but now more and more women are going to be Rabbul Bayt as well, so, Rab is, here, Rabbak, your Lord, the ultimate. Now, Allah is ismi Jalal, it contains everything, and essentially, Allah is so high, so subtle, that when they were asked, these great ones, how do I know my Lord? One of the most beautiful answers was that do not attribute anything to him. <coughs> they ask Imam Ali, how did you know your rub? Yeah. He says, by fisk, by taking away every possible attribute. Yeah. Because it's absolute. So, so but rub comes next, in a sense. It is not rub has got functions. Yeah. You know, I need a reference point. I need a rub. You know. A'la, Ali. This is one of two words. One of them is high, the other one is low. Ali, safil A'la is high, Asfal is low. So, A'la meaning the most subtle. Now this injunction, this surah, this ayah, is a direct, if you like, heavy, if you like, energy injection for you and I and everyone to plug into the zone of of divinity. Enter into that, glorify that which is the higher of the highest. That means you will be mindless. That means you go beyond reason, beyond symbols, beyond understanding. Next slide. (coughs) Who creates,
1: then makes complete.
0: Now again, one of the important words here is khalq. khalq is the creator. khalq is creation. makhluq is he who is being created. Now, a slight variation of this word is khulq. What is khulq? Okay. Character. Character. Conduct,
1: conduct
0: the way one there is a beautiful teaching from the Prophet who says Allahumma you've made my made me as a Bani Adam but also I want my to be as good so the two words are very close together because they are from the same three letters Khe, le, kha. next next <coughs>
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Now, two words again here Qadr and Hidayah. Is, Qadr is measure. Qadr is an exaggerated version because it's shedda. In other words, this is an exact measure. Qadr. Taqdeer is Allah's decree. Qadr. Whatever we, as human beings, want to improve in our existence, in our more reliable state or stability, we want to know its measure. You know, what is the measure of it, you see? For Eastern cooking, this is a very frustrating thing because the old woman who is really knows exactly how to cook, you ask her how many spoons how many milligrams, she said yeah, the Arabs would say according to his measure yeah. Baba, what does it mean <laughs> it's partly to keep also the, the poor wife on suspense Heda, <laughs> hedaya. what is the root of Heda this is a very important word Heda, what does it mean Hmm? What is the, uh, what are the other meanings? Huh? Brilliant. A gift. You see, it relates to that. Guidance is a gift. That's what the Quran also says elsewhere: you cannot guide those whom you love. You cannot give it to them. Hadiah is no. Also, it's a camel language. Not less than a third of the Quran is camel language. Hmm. Hadil uh, 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 camels. Meaning the guide, he would, the camel herder who had is called Hadi. Hadi. Because he guides them into whatever, into the pastures. You know. So, when you hear a word like this, Immediately, these branches come up to the mind of the listener, you know, because they had that capacity. You must realize the minds and the hearts were not as incumbent as we are now, you know, with the immense silence of the desert and the small amount of whatever intakes of food and so on. You know, you must make a big allowance for the cultural destruction that we are in. People can't be away from the refrigerator for two hours. And look at how we are bringing up our children with all these bad teeth because they're all the time having, they're sucking something. And, 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 you know, it's... So you must make allowance for in those days when an Arab or... In most other cultures, going back a thousand years ago, whenever they heard the word, all of the connotations of the same word came to them. But then they know the context, so they choose that particular branch. So they are not confused. You see, Heda is to guide. Guide to what? What does it mean, Heda? What does it mean? One of Allah's names is Al-Hadi. So, what does it mean? It's according to your desire, where you're aiming for. You know, if you are looking for a certain address, you know, and somebody comes and tells you, gives you guidance about something completely different, that's not guidance anymore. So it. It has, it has to be relevant. It has to be relevant as to what, you know, if I want to do a proper wudu, I need to be guided on how to do the procedure. But if I want to have higher understanding of that which the ayah describes earlier, isma ربك a'la, that's another type of hidayah. For that hidayah, <coughs> I must have no thought. I must have no presumption, no I must disappear. I must enter into the unseen,. Most of our, the whole book is based on ghayb, the unseen. You know, I
1: mean, so, that,
0: so no wonder we are not alive. He, he who is guided. Mahdi is he who can guide also others. Muhtadi mm-hmm. is he who has been guided. Are you now guided? Mm-hmm. Next.
1: Next. And next.
0: Mar'a is a very important word. Ra'i is a shepherd, ra'iya mm-hmm. is public. It's public, Ra'iyatullah. people, public. Mar'a is the place of grazing. So here it is, it moves also into the metaphysical side, to tell us, look, that which comes up like a herbage, it will also disappear, Guthaa mm-hmm. and Ahwa. It will also become stubbles and death. It tries to tell us that life on this earth is based on cycles, you see. And we as human beings are subject to the cycles, nobody is excluded. With birth comes death, with with strength comes weakness later on. What you may like one day, you may dislike the next day. That's it. That is the entropy, second law of thermodynamics. Anything that's completed, it will become, it will reach its decline, it will fall off. Another one like that also. Anything that goes beyond this boundary flops to its opposite. كُلُّ شَيْءٍ تَعَدَّ حَدَّ حَد is limit إِذَا Now the word Qalb is very important, Inqilab. Heart is to revolution, revolve. And the heart must change, must be purified, must be all the time cleansed. Next.
1: إِلَّا مَا شَاءَ اللَّهِ الْجَهْرَ
0: وَمَا The important word here is qara'a. To read. To gather. Qur'an is the book that gathers whatever we need to know in the seen and the unseen. In a condensed fashion. In a broad fashion. Also, as I said, it means we will gather for you what you need to know <coughs> or we will teach you what we need to know. This is one word. The other one is Tensa. Nasa, Nisyan. So, okay. it is, it could be it may be one of the main roots of insan. Mm-hmm. Because we are forgetful. Mm-hmm. The other root that is attributed to insan is uns, because we seek solace. We seek similarity, reflection, comfort. So the Ayah says, we shall certainly make you read, understand, gather, so that you will not forget. So nessa is a very important word. So what is it that we don't forget? How is it that, what is that you and I (coughs) don't want to forget? What is it? Obviously, if any bad incident you want to forget. You want any trauma you've had, you want to forget. Please don't remind me. That was past. Whatever, whatever. Shocks, you don't want to remember. Why do we not re- want to remember shocks? Why do we not remember, if you like, unpleasantness?
1: Huh?
0: Why do we not want to be sad? Why? And yet for the nafs to grieve is very important. You know, the Europeans were in a in a serious mess until two, three decades that they accepted grieving is very important for health. You know, it's a very recent phenomenon. They were constantly in denial. You know, don't mention it absolutely. They've died, they've died. Don't ever bring it up. So only now because of In other aspects of neuron understanding, that you say, no, let them grieve, let them get it out of the system, and so on. So, why is it that we, what is it that we don't want to forget? Separate from what? (coughs) Good, I think, but essentially, I want to forget myself. My ego. That is why I come and apologize. I say, please excuse me. I wasn't. I was beside myself yesterday. I was very rude to you. It wasn't really me. How the hell was it then? <laughs> what it means is that I was under stress. I have lost my job, or I had the car bumped in, or whatever. Or I made so many mistakes, or you know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, or, or I had bad news regarding my daughter, or something. So I was beside myself, I was under the influence of my nafs, my ego, my lower self. So what we don't want to forget is that you are not (coughs) this so-called lower self. You are a ruh. And that ruh has no beginning and no end. It doesn't die. That is what it means. We will make you know, we will make you understand so that you will never forget if you remember your Ruh all the time, that's why we have all the practices in our deen of all of the ibadat, so as you don't forget that you are truly a Ruh and the Ruh already knows. What does what the Ruh know? that's to be Rabbik. The Ruh already knows its Lord. So
1: <clears throat> if that is nasa,
0: then what is ghafla? Ghafla is distraction. A it, is a, it is a milder version. Okay. Oh. Many of these terms in Arabic, you find there are several layers of them. Three or four or five words meaning the same thing. Some of them are an exaggerated version. But ghafla is distraction. I, I wasn't looking properly. I wasn't attentive enough. But Nessa, I forgot. I can't
1: remember. Next. <laughs> All
0: right, here are important terms. Please translate number eight. No, no, number seven.
1: Except what Allah wills, Certainly, he knows what is manifest.
0: And no. He's hidden. <laughs> Wonderful. Now, Mashi'ah mashia is a very important word. Sha'a. Mashi'a is the same as irada, Will you and i need to have will we need we need to have a mashia you know? this the word mashia sounds like meshi like walking you have to go for it also you know that's why in the teachings also in the classical teaching is that you must run after what your mashia is imshi mm. biha walk for it do do what you can about it not just with... Hopefully, wishful thinking. Do something about it. Go towards it. Illa So mashia is important. علم is important. إنه يعلم. إنه علم is another word. Another word is jahr. What is jahr?
1: What becomes visible?
0: Visible, announced. Announced. You can hear it. It is opposite. The next one, khafi. yakhfa. So, if jahar is
1: that which becomes visible...
0: No, uh, uh, no loadable.
1: Oh, loadable. Yeah. Yeah. Announced.
0: Announced. Hearable. And look at the beautiful balance we have in Sharia. Every aspect of Sharia has its root in Hakita. Sharia is Medina. Medina could not have happened without Mecca. Every aspect in Medina it has its roots in Mecca. Mecca would not have been known, the Nur of Allah would not have been visible had it not been for Medina. There are people, there is society, there is
1: so if if
0: there is Yaqbah in unannounced or, k- or k- no, khafa, is silent also hidden, you know, if, if uh, uh, I hope the door is locked, if the thief comes, <laughs> I will hide, or you will hide, or she, khafi <clears throat> is to, to not to be seen, not to be heard. And that is why in our Sharia, that's what I was trying to mention, that the opposites balance, in. Our salat, when you are when you are supposed to say it aloud or quiet, is almost opposite to what you would have thought. <coughs> In other words, it is counterintuitive. For example, the night prayers. Night is quiet. People are silent. It is us who made a lot of noise last night. But it usually is at, at night... So, and yet, we are supposed to do our asha aloud. Isn't that interesting? And dhuhr, where there is all the noise, we're supposed to do it silent. Khafi. Now also, the advice of the people of dhikr is that if you like to do your dhikr quietly, make, make it aloud. The same thing is with your sadaqah. If you want to give secretly, make it known. Because you are deriving some special, if you like, subtle pride by being quiet. Nobody knows, let them know. Why are you concerned? Imam Jafar al-Sadiq was known to have advised somebody who was giving sadaqa for many years secretly, he said, no, for you, in your case you have to make it known to the others. And somebody else was bragging all the time, Say, he said, nobody must know. So that is how you balance with the opposites, you see. So that is why Jahar and Khafi also have those dynamics. And then, Niasiruqa lil Yusra. Also most important words, Yusra. Yaseer is easy. What is the opposite of yasir? In Arabic. No, but it's nearer to, to the sound of it. Sa'b is good, but no. Yasir is what opposite is, is what? Asir. Exactly. In the ma'al Usri, yusra. It's the Quran gives this to us. So Asir is difficult. It's not Asir. Asir is juice. <laughs> yasir. So, Yaseer, yes, yes, Asir are two. New we shall make it easy for you. We all love ease, you know. Now, so much of our effort in life goes to have comfort and ease. But we know it's not sustainable. <coughs> so why is it that we are seeking comfort and ease? Because the Ruh is, forever is in comfort and ease. The Ruh already knows all. And the nafs wants to mimic it. And the nafs knowledge has to be restricted to causality, to the knowledge of this dunya knowledge. That's fine. And the center of it is your mind. And the mind develops because of the five outer senses and the five inner senses. That's perfectly all right, but it is the beginning. That is why if you cannot refer to your heart, you have not begun to wake up to your second and more important part of your life. There are two lives. One is the childish biological life that you know, makes your organs function. And the other one is that you know eternal life is in you. What a different perspective that brings about. Fhikir in Nefa Atid Dikra. Thhikr is an important word. Dhikr. Huh? Remen. What is thhakar? What is the noun thhakar? He remembered. No. Noun. Oh the noun thhakir. Thhakar. Noun called thhakar. Thheke hmm? What? Don't guess. Next time we'll give you a penalty. (laughs) Dhakar, where is Dhakar? It is opposite or complementary to Untha. No? It's not ringing a bell? I think I should next time I have... (coughs) Brilliant! Dhakar is male. And Untha is female and now why it is like that zahir can you tell me i don't know can you tell me why dhikr is remembrance awareness and then suddenly this idiot becomes also the, the same name i don't know. it is as though women even from millennia was expected to do all the work and men supposed to do a bit of connection with the unseen and that they are not doing either, so I don't know. What, what role do they have? <laughs> I can see the smiles more on the female faces now. <laughs> so, Fadakir, do remember. Here it is exaggerated with Shadda. I'm ordering, Allah is ordering. Remind. But I don't get the context, the link to the, to the male. I don't either. I, tried, I already admitted. <laughs> yes? <clears throat> the, the surah
1: is being said as a, a revelation to people. Is it to make people aware that something exists inside them, enough nafs, uh, feeling that this is something to be awakened within? Yeah. Because obviously it's occurring to somebody who's never heard the Qur'an in a sense. Now it's being revealed and uh, so... In a sense, you don't know, so now you hear this, will you, will you automatically know? Is it something to think about?
0: Uh, Zahir, you can't say people don't know the Quran. The Quran is the unveiling of the truth that caused all of creation. So you can't say, people knew it without it being like this, You know, without it having been revealed to, to Muhammad. How did these millions of people exist for 200,000 years? They were walking Quran. There were millions of them. You know, it's not, it was not like this. But a time came because of sophistication. Why didn't any of the prophets forbid alcohol? Can anybody give me an answer? Quick, quick! We don't have that much time. Why didn't any of these great men? Because people did it in balance. Huh? Because they
1: probably were doing it in balance.
0: No, no, no. no, was, was no, no. What was balance, Babajan? They were all walking uh,
1: <laughs> na- naked
0: everywhere. From uh, <laughs> what are you talking about balancing?
1: Was there any alcohol
0: in That's it. You see, he knows his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> there was no alcohol. You know, there, there was nothing there. But, and they asked even the prophet There was no alcohol in his time. He said it will come soon, because first distillation, as far as we know, is about a thousand years ago. Really serious distillation. Anyway, so Quran was there. Quran, the nur of Allah was there. Otherwise, Adam would not have risen. You know. But a time had come that humanity, the numbers, became far, far more. So they needed to have a complete package that guides them in a worldly sense and in a heavenly sense. So dhikra, fadhakr. What is dhikrayat? in arabic zikrayat most of the arab arabic romantic songs is, is to do with zikrayat mm-hmm. <coughs> and the other word which is very important here is nafa also it's even a name of a person nafa the Kriyat is Reminiscence. Memory, the Kriyat. Albums is the Kriyat. Kitab is the Kriyat. Reminiscence. Here, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, I was loved more at that
1: time.
0: Yeah. Remind, because reminding is helpful. Remind the person that he is not who you think he is. Remind everybody that they are going to die. But if you are in a supermarket, you can't do that because they will start, buy less. You see, and I said no, there you have to say, you know, buy two, you get the third free, and all that lie upon lie. It is the commercial life that we have been mislead into, misled into, the last 150-200 years that has caused us being completely out of balance, completely out of balance. Instead of it being frugal, now we have become... So that you can use many of such tests to find out if people are really genuinely aware. How much water we waste, how much food we waste, how much, how much. This is another important word, khashya. It is relative of taqwa. What are the other words that are like taqwa, Imam Nasr? Taqwa is a very important word. It's repeated in the Quran: muttaqi, 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 ittaqi, cautious awareness by higher awareness. So, what is the next one? Here is another one: What is another one? It's also in the Quran: is wara. And they imply different levels of cautiousness. So the most wonderful part of this ayah says, he who is cautiously aware will remember. Mm. Will remember what? What am I doing? Who are, where am I going? What is my purpose? You know, What is my intention? Intention, intention, intention. The path of spirituality begins with senseless action like the movement of a baby's hand into purposeful action, into increased intention until such time it becomes maximum intention, minimum action. Then you are connected with higher level of consciousness which dictates and governs the whole mm-hmm. thing. And he, the Ayah 411, يَتَجَنَّبُهَا Please translate.
1: And the most unfortunate one will avoid it.
0: Now the two words here, تَجَنَّب is a verb, and the other one is a noun, شَقِي. And also it's a verb, yeshka. But here, أَشْقَى is a noun. Tajannnab is a void. Tajannab. What is the minister cycle in Arabic? Is
1: okay. haze? Huh?
0: We haze. Hey. <coughs> what? Hey. Hayz. And also, when you make ghusl, what is the ghusl is called?
1: Jannah. Jannab.
0: Exactly that word. Exactly the same. Now, what is the word shaki? It it implies, yes, adab is a result of it. But it can also, yes. But if I have a coconut in my hand, what will I be asking somebody to do? Crack it. Exactly that. I ask you that, shukraha, shukraha li, crack it for me. So that means he who avoids remembrance is cracked. That's what it means. He or she who avoids to be reminded that they are a ruh, they are already cracked. The crackpots. <laughs> now, then the next ayah is incredible. Please read it. Continue, next
1: one. Allahu
0: Akbar. This is an incredible lie. <coughs> Translate, please.
1: The one who will be flung to the great fire, then he will neither die in it nor the
0: No. remember the word shaki. He was crackpot. Who avoids being remembered. Avoids being reminded. That is his destination. Next ayah. al-kubra. <inaudible> it <inaudible> It is that idiot will, his destiny will be the now the words that you need to concentrate on. Yasla. sala yasli. It could be the main root of salat. This word may be the main root of salat. Now, Salah, again, look at the Arabic word. What is Salah in Arabic? Connect. Salaat al Raham. It's also in the Quran. So connected to the Relating. My relatives. Mm. Somebody comes in, Is asking me who it is. I say, he is a Salah. He is a relative. Mm. Exactly the word Salah means relative. Alladhi yaslan, he will reach Salah yasli. Now, why Salah has its root this? Be- connect, hmm? connect,
1: connect.
0: Well, it implies that, but most of the commentators and uh, who have gone into, because it's the most important thing in our life, they say it is not. It is to do with again, camel language. As I said, well over a third of the Quran, the words in the Quran meant something else before the Quran came, so salal Oud was the important Arabic task. You have to go into the culture. If you are on a camel in the middle of nowhere in the desert, there are no woods, there are nothing, there is there is no pick and pay whatever. What what is the most important thing you need to have with you?
1: Water.
0: Huh? Water. water. All right, water. The next thing. <laughs> the next thing is. You see, incidentally. No self-respecting Bedouin or will have any provision if they were going to reach, they leave of course very early, they're going to reach there even at midnight. They won't do it. D.H. Lawrence won their respect by that. He never carried, you know, snacks or whatever. Huh? No, the most important thing is a stick. So Salah al yaslihi you have acacia trees, which are bent. Like us, we are all bent creatures. We are mischievous, we are not straight. We say something, mean something else. We are, we are the ultimate mischief. That's why the angels went on strike. <laughs> so Salah al taking a bent wood on fire, heating it in order to straighten it.
1: Sure.
0: So that is most commentators, most serious ones, especially the Sufis, say the root of Salat is that. So, so here the Ayah says, this Ashqa, this crackpot, who avoids being reminded that you are a ruh, therefore act as a ruh. he is destined for the big fire. What does that mean? Why does he say nar al-Kubra? Huh? We were not being given a definition. This is an early Meccan Surah. So, what is, why Nar al Kubra? It means in this world you are already tasting the small fires. You will have many of them. So, Nara al this one which we experience here, Nar al Kubra is waiting for you. <laughs> so, if you are foolish enough, you are practicing the Nar al here. Yes. Oh, how many miserable times I've had. You see. <coughs> Next.
1: <laughs> no, no. No. <inaudible>
0: That's it. Mout is an important word. Mata yamutu. What are the other terms in Arabic, in Quran, which is like. Mout ma- is, is death. Mayit is dead person. So, what is another word? Like it? Wafat. Mutawafi, somebody died. But look at the root of the word. Wafat is loyalty. Hel rajul? Yufi? Is he sahib wafat? wafatin? Is he reliable? Is he loyal? So death implies loyalty. The body is loyal to where it came from. It goes back to where it came and the ruh is loyal to where it came from, it goes to wherever. So is
1: that why we use the word? Wafat
0: Absolutely. <coughs> Wafa, of course. So maut and wafat are important. Fiha <coughs> Yahya, Hayat. Hayat is opposite maut. These are the two opposite words. la yamutu fiha In that hell fire, big fire, it is neither life nor death. You know about the atom bomb? Who who was the father of it in America?
1: Einstein.
0: Huh? No, come on, don't be silly. No. Come on. Who was the father of the nuclear bomb in America? Oppenheimer. Exactly. What did he do? What did Oppenheimer do? Huh? What? No, Oppenheimer was the most brilliant scientist from Germany. And he had an amazing, amazing knack of connecting politics and others in order to get the task done with a full understanding of the science of it, of course. But he had no scientific contribution of any worthwhile. He has had, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 important biographies. Only recently, a few months ago, another biography came that said this is the best of the best. And the reason is very simple because in that biography it says his contribution to science was only a a four-page scientific paper with somebody else. And those four pages were entirely to do with the collapse of big celestial bodies. Anything that's much bigger than a sun will implode and explode and will enter into its dark into its black hole and he uses the word in perpetuity. And that word had become a scientifically coined word. Perpetuity means this, (laughs) it's neither alive nor death. It is in suspense forever. Isn't that interesting? Now the idea forever or infinity is a very difficult one in terms of science or mathematics. You know. Because our world is all, in a way, defined by space and time. You know, the this, this speed of light, and whatever, and the other forces, gravity. But perpetuity is this. That is why you must not leave people in suspense. That's why also in human relationships, amongst the worst thing a man, or in a marriage can be done, is that they are in suspense. You're either married or you are not. You can't, you don't allow this neither life nor death, you know. It is the ultimate punishment, you see. If there is a movement, then it has to be brought to an end. Somebody's working for you, pay them before their sweat is, is whatever. What, so as it closes, it, so, as it, so as people step, we can walk because we are bipedal. And this is duality, two legs. Without duality, you will never be able to achieve unity. But they are complementary, like all dualities are. The two legs. Anyway, I don't want to digress. Perpetuity is this, that in that big fire, you are neither aware, nor able, nor measuring. it It is in no man's land. This is just vagueness infinity. Like most people in this world, purposeless. So, I'm going there. What happens there afterwards? Alhamdulillah, <laughs> last <laughs> year we made more money. So, I can buy another car and I have bigger accident.
1: <laughs> Bismillah.
0: Translate. Now, here. There are five different words. Aflaha, falah. What is falah? Zakkah. And then translate.
1: He is successful who grows in purity and remembers the name of his Lord and prays.
0: The words are falaha. What is falah in Arabic? Peasant. What does the peasant do for his living? Tilling it. Turn it upside down. In order to have success, you have to turn yourself upside down. So next time, please come walking upside down to the place here. (laughs) On your hands. (laughs) Zakka. what is Zaki? Purify. Purify. Zakat is that. To purify. Now, what does it mean? (laughs) He who has purified will succeed. Purified what? Purified himself from his ego, from his nafs. The whole business is about recognizing the nafs and going around it and out of it. Recognizing your mind and leaving it to your ruh. Then the other words, again, we have covered these. We have already done. You see, already some of the words are repeating. So you are progressing very fast. <laughs> Next,
1: Baltukhirun al Hayat dunya, wal erhirotukhiru abaka in a hava lapis sohofi ula sohofi ibarahi mawamusa.
0: Now, this is another chapter of this surah. This, this chapter now, Ayah 16 and 17, sums up our weakness. Tells us, we human beings are designed to stick to dunya. We love this dunya. The Quran, the voice of Allah, the voice of truth, tells us, certainly, this is a very important word, what is you? To That is warath. This is wathar. Ithar. This is different. The other one is warith. This is yu'thir. Yu'thir warith. But to atheruna, certainly, yu'thir is prefer. Prefer. Now, Allah's description of generosity are what? Three commonly repeatedly mentioned in the Quran Allah's generosity are what? His grace. Hmm? His grace. Arabic. Uh, Karam. Karam. Brilliant. Now, Karam also is what is the other, what is the meaning of Karam? Generous.
1: Huh? Generous. Generous. What? Generosity. Generosity.
0: Generosity. Generosity. I know, but what is the other meaning?
1: No, no.
0: No. Karim also. Karim also no. no, I want another meaning to it that's completely different. Huh? Don't guess. If you know, say it. If not, keep quiet. Karam. Karam is grapevine. In Granada and all of Spain, the respectful houses they were called Carmen, but it's Karam actually, because they had grapevine. wine. The noon came later. until now, thousands of villas and beautiful ones in Andalusia are still called Carmen, because Karam. Karam is is a grapevine. Another word of grapevine wine is Arish from Arsh. because it's it is sitting high on on a, now. So why did I go into that digression because, Ithar is an interesting word. Allah's generosity. Allah can. The words for generosities are the following: Sakha giving that which is being asked for. Karam, is giving more than that has been asked for. Jude it's another word of Allah. Jawad, a jawad, is giving before it is being asked for. Now. You and I can do that, can't we? You can give somebody, you know, but you not know. Ithar is the only quality that a human being can have. Not Allah. And it is considered the highest. So that this world is like a practice for us to give that which is not yours. Ithar is you give that which you want to keep. Allah has nothing, no keep. Allah, in truth, all of it is belonged to him. Now, it's in the Quran. He says, you were poor. You needed it. It's in the Quran. You needed it. But you made ithar. You gave it. Let me see. So, what comes to my mind in relation <coughs> to this? Wait, you okay. Your fathers is prefer. Okay.
1: Your father is to
0: Give someone else what you wanted to keep. It's exactly that. Ethar, giving that which you needed yourself. Only human being, Mother does it. Yes. Mother always does it. That is why it said, the garden is at the foot of the mother. Meaning she already has gone past it. And the men are killing each other, which patch of the garden would they have? Oh. So, here the voice of Allah tells us, no, you human beings on this earth, you prefer the hayat dunya. The word dunya is very important, hayat we have already covered. And the other word for it, opposite, dunya is akhirah, that which comes later, Akhir is that which is afterwards. Ukhra is something else. Another thing comes. Khair is goodness. Abqa is a very important word. Baqi is Allah's name. Al-Baqi. Wala Baqi illa This is Ayah 17. The last word. Abqa. It lasts long. It lasts maximum. So the Ayah says, You idiots, you are... Having running around from here to there wanting to preserve this and preserve that and yet that which you will be subjected to After leaving your body behind because you are now in the belly pot of this process. You are in an intermediate stage You are born in this earth in order to be reborn into the heavens because you are heavenly Temporarily on this earth. The whole thing is about transformation so he says, you idiots, you prefer this world on the earth because you, it, is, it is near to you. <coughs> now, and look elsewhere in the Quran. That's why it's Al-Quran Bil-Quran. If you don't cross-refer, you are no use. You just become a reciter. <coughs> and you go to recite on people's graves when you are carrying your own grave. Because that is your... Abqa. It lasts forever. He says... Watch out, you prefer that, which is, no. Dunya, why is it called dunya? Dunya, this world is called dunya. Why is it called dunya? The Quran again tells us, it says, in the Jannah, whatever you wish, whatever comes even as a whiff to you, qutufuha danya." Qatufa is that which you can pick, qatafa. Daniya means low, close, it hangs on you. It also means low, despicable person. It's called deni. If you want to put somebody, if you really want to disgrace an Arab, you say, hada Dani'. He is low in that, he is mean, no generosity, no honor, no dignity. He is Dini'. So, Dunya is that. And then says, and yet you know in your own heart, well, Akhiratu Khayrun Wa Abqa. And that which will come later is best for you, and more. And then, the last chapter, this is another chapter again, Inna Hadha, please read it and translate it.
1: Inna Hadha Certainly, this is
0: in the earliest times. What is this? That means this revelation. Mm. This revelation has been revealed many millions of times before. Mm. It culminated in the Muhammadi package. Mm. So, Sahafi Ibrahim and Musa, as a reminder to the Arab culture, because they knew about Ibrahim, they knew about Musa, they have taken a lot of their culture, of their habits from the Jews. You know, many, many, many aspects of the Sharia was derived from that. So he says, this what has been revealed was already in the earlier revelations, including Sahafi Ibrahim and Musa. Alhamdulillah. So now you have a taste of how physics and metaphysics meet. How the visible and the invisible are ever connected how humanity and divinity can never be separated. I want to do 12 surahs. I endeavor by Allah's rahmah and generosity that if you are serious and you will take these terms and remind remind yourself of them, by the time we finish the 12, you can truly do subhan and tasbih and swim in the Qur'an, insha'Allah. Expect the best, it's easy. What is difficult is your assumption, presumption, and fears and anxiety, and you come in. Don't come. You must not come with any assumption. Mm-hmm. Imam Shadiri, when he went to Ibn Mashish, because he was a great alim, he was the greatest of his days in those in that part of the world. And he had not himself finished with himself. So he knew mashish has it. Now he goes all the way up this mountain. It's a cork, the middle atlas. Cork forest. A thousand meter high. Maybe six, five, six months a year also there is snow. It's very slippery. It was enough just for one mule. He gets there. There is a well down, still there. About ten minutes before you reach the top. So he did his evolution. He comes to the Mishish. Mishish looks at him he said, you're not on Wulu." So he says, Bismillah. He goes down again. Makes his re-wudu. He comes back again. He says, You're not on wudu. Of course he doesn't want to argue with the machine. He goes down again. Now this is three hours gone. Four, comes back. And he now knows that he'd come with his assumption that I know. I am Adam. I am a great Adam. He says, You have to strip yourself of any assumption, presumption. And then the nur of Allah will shine. Allah says in a great, great tradition, Hadith Qudsi, if there is anything in your heart, I will not be in it. No competition. I cannot empty it. What what are the meanings of die before you die? This is our deen. It's about transformation. You are an animal but above angels at the same time. Don't deny your animal dumb. Feed the donkey. You know, take care of the monkey. But it has to be done. Salaam <laughs>